Go talk to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Get the latest on what's going on with this story. It seems almost every day, every 12 hours, we get a yeah. twist, a turn. Uh, Clayton, what's real, what's not real? Because there's a lot of reporting and sources, but I haven't seen anything which is kind of concerning with how much allegedly has been done on the wrong side by people connected to Michigan football. I still haven't seen any proof. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what the next couple days bring because right now it seems like the NCAA is in Ann Arbor uh, interviewing some different Michigan coaches according to different reports and getting their investigation from an in-person standpoint underway. So I think we'll learn more. But you're right, it seems to be kind of a coordinated effort. One in the morning, we haven't gotten anything yet today. It's mid-afternoon at this point, but one in the evening the last few days. Um, you know, kind of that slow drip where a little bit more comes out, a little bit more comes out from a different national outlet. So I think that's pretty interesting uh, at this point. What's real and what's not? I mean, what we know is that Connor Stallions is really the only one that has been proven to have had knowledge of this coordinated effort to steal signs off campus scouting, all that stuff, bylaw 1161 in the NCAA's bylaw in the rule book. That's not to say that there there couldn't be you know things that come out that others knew assistant coaches Jim Harbaugh but at this current point according to the reporting uh, especially last night by the Washington Post Michigan coaches had access to a drive on which uh, you know in which there was a, a folder with some of this uh, evidence on there it doesn't say that they accessed that it, it specifically actually didn't say that it didn't say uh, it specifically also said that Jim Harbaugh. They found no direct link between him and this. So, again, more could come out. You know, I would expect more media reports to come out. And, again, we'll see what the Michigan response is once this investigation gets a little bit more underway as they are, are in Ann Arbor right now. But at this point, that's, that's kind of what we know. And it seems like the story from the Michigan side of things is that he kind of went rogue. And, you know, this was an overzealous, low-level staffer who for years had tried to do whatever he could to impress the Michigan staff. Um, so that seems like the, the story at, at this point, uh, and again, could change and could, could continue to develop. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. If you're a Michigan fan, you have to be concerned about this, how quickly the NCAA got to Ann Arbor, notoriously slow on everything yeah. they do, and you look at the timing of the bye week, you look at that slow drip of a morning story, an evening story connected to this. It's obvious whether it's from within the University of Michigan, the NCAA, Ohio State, the Big Ten, wherever. There's a coordinated effort right now uh, to take down Harbaugh and the NCAA moving that fast. This is where, you know, I when I saw Chris and the Wolverine.com with this news yesterday, I'm saying, okay. NCAA is going to move fast because the Big Ten is involved. I look at last week and contacting Michigan State. I really think they're going to try and ban Michigan from the Big Ten title game. I, I really, and the NCAA will push the college football playoff committee. If this is all true, what's being reported, they will push uh, to ban them. And I know Michigan can fight it, but. Man, then you're what? You're going to win it and, and could have it taken away someday. That is the worst case scenario right now. But the NCAA, that quick in Ann Arbor, uh, that needs to be a warning siren. 
I think they're trying to spook him to an extent. I will say when it comes to this year, from everything that we've been able to gather, it's highly unlikely that anything should ha- or is going to happen with Michigan in terms of getting banned from the Big Ten championship game. Of course, they still need to earn their right there. Uh, Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, does have unilateral uh, power to do that, but it doesn't seem like at this point that's likely at all um, to happen. And same with the college football playoff. As you mentioned, NCAA can have influence there, but they're technically a separate entity. So I think at this point, uh, even if there is notice of allegations delivered to Michigan, they still have 90 days to respond. That means you're, you're just after the season ending. So I think this year is going to play out. Now, at the same time, there are different things on the table in terms of how Michigan responds and how quickly Michigan responds to what the NCAA brings forth in terms of evidence this week. Um, you know, Michigan could have a response. Could they suspend coaches? Could they suspend Jim Harbaugh based on what evidence is brought forth? I think that's the fear from a lot of Michigan fans we've spoken to over the last 24 hours is how is the administration going to handle this? Because you see it around at North Carolina with the academic stuff in Kansas and a bunch of different institutions where they fight the NCAA tooth and nail. And I think the hope is for Michigan fans that University of Michigan does the same thing. I mean, show us the proof would be one thing. How did a private investigative firm get their hands on this info that included access to Michigan computers? Is that legal? Is that a dangerous precedent for the NCAA to set that private investigative firms can be hired by, let's say, Ohio State or or a different institution to go investigate another institution. And then is that evidence credible? Should that inform an investigation? Um, You know, it's just a lot of different questions. Did Michigan break a rule um, in terms of having, or did they find a loophole in in having um, non-university personnel at these games scouting? Uh, Is there proof of a rule broken? So it's it's all these questions that I think that could delay things, drag it out. um, But I think a lot of Michigan fans are hoping at this point that those are the questions Michigan's asking. Those are the things they're pushing back against and that the timing here will play out where the rest of the season will be unaffected. It's interesting what what you said. They're trying to spook Michigan or maybe Harbaugh. And remember, Michigan, uh, even with a hearing uh, still in 2024, went ahead and bent down uh, to the NCAA and suspended Harbaugh for three games for a cheeseburger and minor violations If the NCAA rolls in there with what's out there that Michigan internally could confirm, yeah, it may not be banishment from the college football championship uh, playoff or the Big Ten title, but I I think if the Washington poo-poo story or uh, Pete Thamel, uh, again, he didn't really handle Manti Teo too good, uh, but... uh, if all this is true, then I, I think Harbaugh could be suspended for the rest of the year because this all points to what I said in my opening huge opinion today, Clayton, that this is internal, this is external, this is really a fiery move to get Jim Harbaugh out of Ann Arbor. It is. I, I think they want Harbaugh, and I think it's pretty clear they've had a vendetta against Jim Harbaugh, really going back since January. But it goes back years before that. And I know you and I have talked about this on previous shows, but the satellite camps, you know, the different things where Jim Harbaugh, he took his team on spring break down to IMG Academy to practice in the warm weather one year. They didn't seem to like that. They changed that rule. So it seems like for a while they've, they've really had it out for Jim Harbaugh. And, you know, the thing is, as well, is that it, it feels oddly similar to what they did to Pete Carroll. And again, Pete Carroll was, 
it was a little more serious there. They were, you know, those te- players were technically ineligible because they took benefits and all that. You see sanctions come down. He gets out of there, goes to the Seahawks. But it feels similar in that way, where could they drive him out? Maybe they won't have anything totally on him uh, that would be a severe punishment, but add a couple games onto a suspension. Maybe he gets more for the Burger Gate situation. And he says, well, the hell with this. I'm going to move on to the NFL. So I, I think that's a possibility. And then you brought up a great point, too, that, that I should have mentioned when I was answering your last question is one of the reasons why the Michigan fans, I think are fearful of how the university will handle this is because of how quote unquote proactive they were to the first, you know, minor recruiting violations, the burger gate, as people are calling it a uh, situation where they did self-impose the three games instead of, you know, basically, uh, you know, go fight tooth and nail against the NCAA on that when Jim Harbaugh was adamant that he didn't, break any rules or that he, you know, he didn't lie or, or, um, you know, to the NCAA investigators the first time. So I think that's why people are fearful. That's why a lot of people are waiting here in Ann Arbor on pins and needles to kind of see what they do based on what the NCAA has. His name is Clayton Savey. You can follow this story. They have a lot of great reads up right now on the Wolverine.com an update on what's happening with the NCAA now in Ann Arbor. Thank you, Clayton. Uh, Enjoy the off weekend. (laughs) Thanks for having me.